Hold on. Did that motherfucker just call me a twat? Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Oh, on. I put too much vodka in that. Is there such a thing? Says the girl that's drinking water. <laughs> Clearly, there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I just noticed by looking at my disgusting nails? So, guys, They're I'm covered a- in hair dye. I'm a hairdresser, so that's why my nails are brown, not because I'm disgusting. But she's wearing gloves. Um, I do, but not to shampoo out the color you know what i mean like i wear gloves when i'm doing color but when i'm washing it out when you do my color well that's because i foil your hair oh okay fair enough but like when i paint color that would make my hands brown i use gloves but when i wash it out i don't because i mean i guess you guys probably don't care about this but (laughs) when you're rinsing color and you have gloves on you can't feel if there's any color residue left on the scalp and then you get back in your chair and you're like and you got to go back to the shampoo bowl and rinse out more color so anywho what i was thinking about when when i was doing this and i saw my nails i was like you know what they're probably going to be nice and clear by the time i go back to work so i'm gonna have to take some preventative measures like um clear nail polish or something or antifungal. I'm just kidding. It's not fungus. It's hair dye. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My clients literally will see my nails and they're like, that color's so cool. Do you sell that here? And I'm like, yeah, it's on your head. Right. It's called scalp. Yeah. <laughs> it's called scalp dye. Okay. Anywho, let me hear this creepy story. Hold on. My daughter's texting me. Which one? Claire Bear. She just downloaded this cool prank calling app inviting you with three free calls. She's inviting me because she wants to use my three free calls to prank three people. <laughs> Crazy girl. Anyways, she got Please. me. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can I play you this real quick? Please do. Listen, I meant, I was like, when we record, I'm going to play this for Katie. So Claire freaking got me good. Cause you know how they're saying like with the coronavirus and shit, there's going to be a lot more like scam calls and crap like that. I don't know. I'm not getting very many. Oh, I've had, I've had one um, so far. So I thought this was another one. Listen, I totally bought this shit. Okay. I'm such an idiot, but listen. Yeah. Hi, this is Vince calling from Tony's pizza. Uh, your pizza is up for delivery, but we're having problems uh, with your credit card. Uh, I didn't order a pizza. Okay, well, somebody placed uh, an order 20 minutes ago, uh, three medium cheese pizzas. They're, they're coming for delivery. They're up right now. Okay, well, I'm definitely not I don't know, maybe somebody else in the house order it. I don't know. Uh, I just know the, the pizza's got to be paid for. Yeah, well, I didn't order pizza, and you're not getting my credit card number. Look, the total is 27. <laughs> I thought that was a real person trying to scam me. Did you hang up? Is that why it cut off? Yeah, I hung up. Because I thought it was a real dude. I'm like, look, dude, I'm not giving you my credit card number. And I hung up. That's hilarious. And then Claire comes downstairs and she's giggling. I was like, damn it. You got me. (laughs) Little shit. So that's the app that she's trying to get more calls on. Anyway, 
Let me hear That's this. hilarious. I love that. I'm like embarrassed that I fell for that shit. No, now we have Whoa. to download it. Whoa. What is happening? You hear that? It's like, yeah. What is that? I live right next to Manassas Airport. That's what that noise is? You're hearing the airplane fly over my house. It's one of those little shitty, like, yeah, it's one of those prop planes. I was like, something's happening. Right. Okay. It's Armageddon. <laughs> my my ears are hearing some ringing that you're not hearing. Okay. Got yeah. It. No. No, it's that little airport. It's like right down the street. Okay. So. <laughs> so I apologize to lady on Reddit because I didn't write down her name, but this I looked up like creepy coworker stories because I thought that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. So um, this woman starts telling a story about a stalker. Oh, no. Yeah. So it says, I have a creepy coworker follow me all the way home. It freaked me the hell out. The worst part of it was that most people didn't believe me. This is a guy who would just stand in the doorway of my cubicle Enough that I got a rear view mirror on my computer monitor so I could see how long he stands there without saying anything. He did it a lot and would stand for minutes without saying a word, just watching me. Sometimes and he didn't he, see her rear view mirror thing? I guess he just didn't fucking care because he's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Sometimes he would ask me questions like what kind and color of car I drive and then would say, I'm just asking because I thought I saw you the other day. In hindsight, the questions don't seem so innocuous. So when I looked in the side view mirror of my car, when I was a block away from our apartments, I saw his face. I was in shock. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe he'd actually gone that far. I was on the phone with my husband and I told him what I was seeing. I thought I must be going crazy. So I continued on to the apartments while watching him to see if he followed. Sure enough, he followed. He did. Followed me down a street that was merely an entry point for a small neighborhood in my complex. It isn't used really for anything else. And I knew whereabout he lived. So I knew he had no business being there. I turned into the complex and there he was right behind me. My building was located in a really, in a really squirrely part of the complex way at the back, but in the middle. So you had to drive in a a circuitous path to get there. I'm like a what fucking path? Circuitous? Circuitous path. She's making up her own words. No, no, no. C-I-R-C-U-I-T. Circuit. Ugh. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying that bitch oh, is her own words. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. A circuitous. Just say circular. Come on, lady. Unless it was more like a circuit. Like well, either way. Circuit. I hope That's she didn't. Like- she shouldn't have even turned into her apartment complex if she knew he was following her. Now he knows where you live, bitch. She should have had him follow her to a police station. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's what I was taught. Like, if you think someone's following you, drive directly to a police station or a fire station. Right. And if that's not available, you don't go to your house. 
Right. You don't show them where you live. Right. Exactly. That's like my biggest fear. Right. That's what I was taught. If you think someone's following you, let them follow you to the police. Yeah. (laughs) And if you can't go to the most public place possible. (laughs) Right. So he was behind me the whole time. So I didn't go to my building. I passed the turn to go to it and booked it around the complex to the exit and tore down the street into the neighborhood turned around, parked it at the end of the street, and watched the complex exit to see if he would come out. I mean, maybe he was visiting someone who just happened to live there. I kept telling myself that. but yeah, nope. Maybe. Right. But nope, there he was. Pulled right out of the complex and drove towards the direction of where he lived. I told my boss the next day, totally freaked out. She kind of believed me. It sounded absurd, but she knew that I wouldn't make it up but no one else in charge did. They handled it appropriately at my job and all, but they couldn't really do anything. They could only counsel him on what harassment of him watching me at work. It scared me, but I wanted him to know I knew and wasn't going to put up with it. So when he approached me and accused me of being rude to him, uh, because I had refused to speak to him ever since that day, I responded, I responded, I responded with, I saw you. He said, what do you mean? And I repeated myself. He just turned and walked away. Yeah, he knew. Right. I've had other people stalk me and or my home, former home, in, in parentheses, it says former homeowners with mental problems. But this one was just too close. It's terrifying to know that if we weren't as observant, we could have had a much different ending. I'm grateful you're safe. Right. People are nuts. Listen, I had a client who, she is beautiful. I will tell you that. She's like fucking gorgeous and it's annoying, but she's gorgeous. And You're so pretty, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. It's like annoying how gorgeous you are. But anyway, she um, had this guy at her work who literally made up this relationship the two of them have in his head. That was not a relationship in any way other than she was his boss. Wow. And he would talk to her about this relationship. Like weird shit, really crazy stuff. Uh, He would like call her and he'd want to come to her house. He'd want to take her out, all this stuff. In his head, assuming, making himself believe that she's like his girlfriend or something. And she's his boss. And finally she had to go to like the higher ups with it. And he ended up getting let go. Um, They're like, they work for the government. So it's not easy to just fire somebody. And it's not easy to get fired. I'm not sure he got fired or if they ended up switching him to another department or something. You know what I mean? Or even another agency. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he made up this whole relationship that they had that they didn't have. Isn't that terrifying? And he knew where she lived too. And he's probably floating around the government somewhere, like finding his next psycho. Yeah. And for a lot of that, she was married. So when she got divorced, he just instantly assumed that that meant that they would finally like be official. Like it was nuts. It was totally nuts. But it, even though nothing like crazy happened, the whole situation was so crazy that it was scary. It could have though. Right. Who he knows where he would go next? 
Right. It could have escalated at any time. That's what that story reminded me of right away. I mean, that shit's so creepy. Ugh. Some people are just out of their damn mind. They're just not right. I mean. Right. If somebody is like, get the fuck away from me, get the fuck away from them. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> God. Right. But crazy people so- are hearing, please come closer to me. Not right. get the fuck away from me. If somebody is paying you no mind, take the hint and fuck off. I know, but that's what a sane person would do. That's what, like, These people that are doing this kind of stuff are not sane. Stalkers, yeah. having a stalker is like one of my biggest fears. Yeah. There was this guy like a really long time ago. And I remember, I think I was like 21 or 22 years old. Mm, maybe like 23 because you know big difference and (laughs) I remember that this guy I made him so mad that I remember like I didn't even do anything he just I did something said something whatever he probably made a scenario in his head like these other guys he was telling people that he figured out how he wanted to fucking kill me <gasps> what yeah like he had twat. this whole thing what did you say <laughs> and like he was telling people like i'm gonna do this to her i already have it like in i already like know what i would to do and blah 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 and it was because he was fucking mad at me because I told his, or I tried to help his girlfriend get away from him. So what's really creepy is that I'm talking about this and it's something that has always scared the shit out of me. And it's like disconnected. I'm like, (laughs) And so what I was saying was, is it someone that I've met before? No. 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 In fact, I don't even remember the guy's real name. I just remember his (laughs) nickname. And the fact, like, even thinking of his, like, the nickname that we used to call him, like, yeah. it just chills down my spine. So, I mean, like, literally this guy, like, plotted what he would do to me because his girlfriend. Jesus. So, so this was so fucked up. So, like, his girlfriend came up with this, I don't know if it was a joke or if she was really scared or, or if they were both fucking sadistic, psychotic fucking assholes. Right. But um, she, like, led me to believe that, like, she was, like, trapped in this relationship and, like, he was, like, psychotic, which I totally believe. <laughs> yeah, <And me> too. <laughs> that she told me, like, he threatened, like, if she left, like, he, like, threatened her with a knife and all this shit. And I was like, dude, I can help you get out, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so um, I did. And then I don't know what happened. Like, in hindsight, I'm like, this bitch is fucking stupid. Right. But like at the time, it was like, I guess he convinced her to talk or something. I don't remember. This is like 15, 16 years ago. But like, um, somehow he was like, why did you do that? Blah, 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 blah. And like, they convinced me. She called me and like convinced me to go to her parents' house in like Burke or somewhere. And she like got me talking and I was like, dude, are you okay? You know, blah, blah, blah. He comes out of the house. No. <gasps> and he's like, you fucking bitch. 
blah, 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 blah. And she just has this smirk on her face. She said, you got that motherfucker. Yep. She set me up. And I was like, I tried to fucking help you. And he starts like walking towards me. Like, as I'm like backing up to my car and she's just sitting there with this fucking smirk on her face. And I'm like, you sadistic fucking bitch. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Right. So luckily these fucking people, but so like fast forward, like a couple months, like these crazy asses are, thank God, nowhere to be found. You know, a couple months later, like dude shows up at my friend's house and he's like, and you know, these friends, but I'm not going to say anything because I'm not jinxing the fuck out of this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll tell you like off podcast. And, you know, that's when he starts telling our friends like fuck katie that stupid bitch when i find her i'm gonna blah 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 and you were there right but i but i left and Uh, so like he just when he just randomly showed up at so-and-so's house so you left i left so i left that girl's house when i found out she was setting me up well yeah so he okay so fast forward a couple months yeah, you're somewhere that he shows up. I had recently left somewhere that he shows up. Oh, before he showed up, you left. Uh-huh. Okay. And then he shows up at one of yours and I's mutual friends' houses. Okay. With a group of friends. And he's like, somehow the subject gets to me. I don't know if he brings me up or whatever. And he's like, when I find her, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, get the fuck out of here. What is wrong with you? Right. So then, again, from my memory, he goes away. But for a few months after that, I shit you not. So one of those friends that was there for that conversation temporarily lives with us at the house in Chantilly. Mm-hmm. And we would be outside. Like it was nothing for us to be outside just talking, just smoking cigarettes all fucking night, like sitting in the driveway, just talking our asses off. You know how girls can be in their twenties. They have like those deep conversations about shit that we think we know about, but we don't know <laughs> fucking dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. For hours and hours and hours and you're fucking chain smoking like crazy people and we would sit outside and I shit you not, we would hear things like in my bushes. No. Like that. Yeah. And we would feel eyes on us all the time. Like constantly, we would feel like somebody was watching us for months. What the fuck? Where did this person yeah. end up? I have no idea. Gosh. But I'll tell you what, like we would be like freaked out to the point where we would be like, I can hear you. And then you you would kind of hear like this shuffling off and then you would hear it like on the other side of my yard and we'd be like, did you hear that? Like, be like, that's footsteps. Did you hear that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And we would try and like play it off. Like we couldn't hear it because we were like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, hell yeah. And then finally, after like three or four months, we were sitting on my porch and it was like 2 a.m. And I was like, if I hear this shit one more time, I'm going to call the fucking cops because I already know who it is. Sure enough, it never happened again. Nuh-uh. 
never happened again. Guarantee it was the guy that was trying to hurt me. Hell yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, mm-hmm. I can't wait to pick this back up later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So every time like I I read like a stalker story, I'm like, mm, girl, I I know how you feel. <laughs> right, right. Gosh. Mm-mm. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. And every time like I read one, I'm like, mm. I don't want to know where he is, but at the same time, I'm like, God, please don't be anywhere fucking near me. Hell to the no no. It's like I hope you're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, because then you don't have to worry anymore. Psycho ass. I mean, and he, I didn't, I didn't he hoped you were. Right. I didn't no. do anything. I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure you had some weird obsession with you and you didn't show interest in him. And crazy people snap when that happens. That's exactly what happened. Because that has happened to me. That's exactly I, what happened. I've had some... I wasn't trying to go there, but that's exactly what happened. <clears throat> well, of course, because I've had that shit happen to me. This one mm-hmm. guy told me while his fiance was nearby that he would kill baby kittens if I would be with him. Because that seems and I'm like, reasonable. Oh, oh my God. Like, please do that. Then I'll totally be with you. Right. Oh my God. How did you know that's what was and in my heart? <laughs> one time when I was momentarily single um, and he found out, just like my, my client's coworker, he just assumed that I was going to love him and we we're at a bar. <laughs> that's how it happens. <laughs> he's like oh well since i love her and she's like single right now then she loves me but when we were at a bar he i was very nice but he realized that wasn't the case and he dumped his beer on top of my head in the middle of the bar yeah he told me this is somebody i know i don't know if you know him but Ugh. i will i will give you the we're gonna have to compare notes yeah but i've had those similar situations and but when he dumped that drink, like he was so mad at me and I did nothing. It's just because he had built something in his head. Right. And it's like this whole, and now I'm available, but yet I still am not trying to get with him. And it was like the rage in his eyes. I was like, Oh fuck. Right. So you kill me or what's happening here? What's going on here? Right. But yeah, no bitches be crazy too though. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy out there, and I don't want any part of it. Mm-mm. No, fuck that shit. Um, but I guess on that note, right? When we come back, I've got I'm going to talk about death row. Ooh, and it's interesting because when I thought about looking into it, because I was going to do it. There's so much stuff. So this might go on a little longer than I want it to, but I've like simplified as much as I can. And I can't, I mean, I could even like tell you more facts like later on future episodes because there's so much stuff, but just some of the stuff that I found the most interesting, I guess, about it. Cool. That's scary, can't you hear that scary noise? Boogie Man is here. 
Don't you never let him get you from your mammy's door, cause mammy loves you so. Get you run and don't look back until you get to Pappy Shack, the boogeyman is here. I forgot I have an update on the creepy neighbor. Did I tell you? I'm not sure if I told you. When Claire was on the trampoline? I was there. No, it was before you got there, I think. Yeah, but she said that he was like just creepily like staring at her or whatever. Yeah, she was on the trampoline. And like usually she won't go outside without me out there. And then she came in. Well, she was like finally like hanging out and like talking on her phone with her friends and stuff and hanging out on the trampoline. And then um, she came in and I was like, what's up? And she's like, I don't know, like the neighbor was out. And I was like, what neighbor? And she said, you know, she pointed to his house. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh. And she's like, yeah, he was just like staring at me. And it just made me instantly think like if I left you out there and then I came out there and you weren't in the backyard anymore or something, you know, and he's he's probably totally fine. But I don't know. I've made this like really creepy message or message, creepy image of him in my head now. Not only that, we've talked about him on here. And we're yeah, there. I know. And he's, he, like, every time I've talked to him, which is only a couple, he's been really nice. But yeah, the other... He, like, shows up at your fucking house. Like, weirdly. But the other day, like, he was driving by, and all of our neighbors, like, if they see you and they're driving by, you wave, and they wave back. So he was driving by, and he was going really fast, and he lives right next to me. So he, like, hit it quick. And I just, like, waved, and he just kept going just ignored me i was like okay you listened to our show didn't you i was just thinking that i'm like "Mm." if he has one of those like dishes that listens in yeah what are those like creepy microphones it's called like a hyperphonic ear or something yeah yeah something like that yeah anywho it just makes him even fucking creepier so you heard it here Mm mm-hmm creepy motherfucker yeah hopefully it's not like you heard it here if something happens to mandy (laughs) god i know who fucking did it i just made sure all my doors were locked so okay so do you want to hear a little bit about death row do i ever so let me lay down some knowledge for you then (laughs) Ooh, bring it (laughs) so right now there are approximately 2,900 prisoners on death row. The death penalty is currently an option in 31 states, but it can also be utilized in some cases by the U.S. military and the government. The most common method used to execute inmates is lethal injection. However, there are plenty of other ways to die on death row. So in Mississippi, Utah, and Oklahoma death row prisoners could face death by firing squad. Mm -hmm. New Hampshire, Delaware, and Washington inmates still have the possibility of death by hanging, which is like so 1700s to me. Right. Um, I want a guillotine. Let's be real. (laughs) Yeah, just chop their heads off. Um, With some people, though, I feel like that's too clean and quick. You know what I mean? Get a dull blade, whatever. Yeah, there you go. You know, might have to take, go up and Get down. Get one a- from the actual f- French Revolution. Right. 
the rust, one of the old blades. rust and everything and just right. you know lift it like four times do what you gotta do um go. new hampshire delaware and washington death by hanging however inmate william bailey's decision to ask the state of delaware to hang him in 1996 was the most recent usage of that option no kidding 96 96 in delaware hey. delaware is not that far from here did they did they approve it yeah they did it that was the last time it was used shit i know you feel i feel like they'd be like it's uh, so if, archaic if that's what you want then no um I'd be like how about public stoning right <laughs> yeah can you do that right. <laughs> waterboarding i can i get let's that? <laughs> do let's have you drawn and quartered right exactly. tarred and feathered <laughs> uh other potential execution methods include electrocution and the gas chamber. Wow, there's still a gas chamber. Very World War II. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Hitler. I know. <laughs> but regardless of which execution method is used, obviously, a death sentence is the hardest legal penalty that anyone in the U.S. can face. So. I disagree. I think, think life so? in prison would be the worst. I think life in solitary confinement would be the worst. Mm, yeah. Because you go suck. You go fucking nuts. Um, but death row is very close to solitary confinement, I guess. Yeah, you get I think you get like one hour of free time. You can't yeah. um you cannot uh communicate with other inmates. Mm-hmm. It's just you. Yeah, like some of the shows that I've watched before. They're like, we try and get on death row because they get better food and they get more TV options and stuff. But from what I've read, in most places, that's not the case. Like, they have less options. Right. Than I think it's because, because they're state-run, usually. Yeah. It's probably on a prison-by-prison prison basis. Yeah, it's probably like county-by-county county or something. Um, these are some execution methods that are still used around the world. So hanging. Execution by hanging is the most common method of capital punishment in Iran. Mm -hmm. In 2013, a record number of 369 people were hung for punishment of their crimes. The executions were held publicly. Other countries that still use hanging as an option are Afghanistan, Bangladesh, Botswana, India, Iraq, Japan, Kuwait, Malaysia, Nigeria, the Palestinian Authority of Gaza, South Sudan, and Sudan. So lots of places still use hanging. I was going to say mostly the Middle East. Yeah. Because they like to put that shit on YouTube. So this was pretty nuts. So firing squad. Ooh. Firing squad is the preferred method of execution in Indonesia. Twelve armed executioners shoot the prisoner in the chest. If the prisoner is still not dead, the commander then issues a final bullet into the head. In a highly publicized case in January of 2013, Indonesia sentenced 56-year-old British woman Lindsay Sandiford to death by firing squad for charges of smuggling cocaine into Bali's Negara Rai International Airport. <laughs> I'm not sure how you say that. But Holy just because shit. she brought cocaine into the airport 
this on vacation this british lady was charged with death by firing squad and she was shit and she was executed that is part of the reason like i'm afraid to leave the country because what everyone's like oh let's go to bali look at all those little huts on the on the water yeah Yeah, fuck that fuck that i mean not that i would smuggle coke into bali but jesus christ well no i mean but if you did that in you know hawaii or kentucky or something you'd get in trouble but they're not going to line 12 guys up with guns to shoot you for it you know what i mean (laughs) what the fuck um other countries that carry out executions by firing squad include china north korea saudi arabia somalia taiwan and vietnam no not vietnam yemen oh yeah i read the why i read the why as a v and i just assumed (laughs) there you go i jumped ahead of myself (laughs) hashtag no racial (laughs) right none at all (laughs) it's also preferred method by the united arab emirates um the last time the u.s exercised firing squad execution was on convicted murderer ronnie lee gardner in utah in june of 2010 10 years ago? Yeah, they did Firing Squad less than 10 years ago. Jesus. Okay, the next one is beheading. Yes. <laughs> get somewhere. Saudi Arabia is the only country in the world where beheadings are used as a capital punishment, and the beheadings are performed publicly with a sword. However, however, that doesn't mean that other countries don't do it. It they just, don't publicize it. This is the only one that does it as a legal capital punishment. Well, yes, this is the legal system. Right. All of this is in the legal system. All right. Quote unquote. <laughs> and this one is kind of where it gets nuts. And you'd think this is like the most mundane one, really. Lethal injection. So obviously all methods of execution end in the same result which is death. (laughs) Not really. Um, Well, the lethal injection has the highest failure rate. But there's a reason for that. So, um, injecting... boogers. I don't know. My nose just started running. uh, It's the allergies. I know, man. Not the corona, right? Not the corona, no, no, no. Well, either way, we're doing this virtually, so I'm safe. (laughs) Um, My computer keys aren't, you dirty bastards. uh, So even though all methods of execution end in death, um, lethal injection is widely viewed as the least cruel. Injecting a fatal dose of drugs into a death row inmate has become the primary method in the U.S. However... Due to controversy associated with supplying states with the lethal drugs, pharmaceutical companies have banned the sale of their drugs for lethal use. So, because of that, to fill the void, states have relied on compounding pharmaceuticals to provide cocktail drugs. But this has proven to be unreliable in recent deaths, which Mm -hmm. is why Um, there's tons of them. But um, in this one, hear me out on this. 
until I'm done because Ugh. I have comments on it. Ooh. So a botched execution that used a new drug combination left an Oklahoma inmate writhing in pain, twitching and clenching his teeth on the gurney, um, leading prison officials to halt the proceedings before the inmates eventual death from a heart attack. Um, it says that he was administered an untested mixture because when I read this at first, it didn't tell me who the inmate was, mm -hmm. but I just Googled the information it gave me and I found him. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I didn't write his name down, <laughs> but, um, it says, oh, his name was, um, Darrell Lockett. Mm. Um, it says that he was administered an untested mixture of drugs that had not previously been used for executions in the U S although the execution was stopped, Lockett died 43 minutes after being sedated. He, he writhed in pain groaned convulsed and spoke during the process and he even attempted to rise from the execution table 14 minutes into the procedure despite being declared unconscious a procedure should not last 14 minutes that's well, ridiculous it lasted much longer than that but that's what he tried to stand up but that sounds terrible right it sounds yeah. like fucking torture it is yeah but I looked it up, and this inmate was 38-year-old Clayton Durrell Lockett. And he was convicted in 2000 of first-degree murder, forcible oral sodomy, Ugh. robbery, assault, rape, kidnapping, burglary. So, I mean, okay, you had 45 minutes of fucking torture in your life. It should have been 45 right. years. Like, fuck you right. for all the shit you did. Right. So, yeah. That, that is Sometimes why. Sometimes there's, yeah. They don't say that stuff in these articles. That's why I had to look him up to see what his crimes were. Right. Because there's all these articles. It's like, oh, the execution of Clayton so Darnell and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But all it's saying is what the How prison it did wrong. And it was right. botched. And I understand that, but he wasn't thinking about that shit when he was fucking raping these people and murdering these people. And you know what I mean? Sodomizing. Ugh. I mean, he was a fucking terrible person. He's a monster. And I guarantee you his family got well compensated for what happened to him. Which when they shouldn't have been. No. He, he fucking did that shit to himself. If he hadn't done all this terrible stuff, he would not have been in that right. situation to begin right. with. He was a he fucking just been, terrible person. Had he just been a decent human being, that wouldn't have even, it wouldn't have even been a fucking issue. Right. And that's why I had to bring that up. Because if I just read that part from the article I was reading, it'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe they botched it and made this guy suffer and blah, blah, blah. Well, he deserved to suffer. Right. And I almost wish he didn't die 43 minutes later of that heart attack. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, it really pissed me off. Um, right. Side note, lethal injection is also used in China and Vietnam. <laughs> There's Vietnam. The beachy dubs. <laughs> on top of that rant. Because, you know, you picture your kids or yourself or your friends. Like, if anyone did that, 
And then all of a sudden you're seeing these articles like poor him, poor him, his botch, whatever. I'd be like, hell no, fuck that shit. Right, right. Um, so finally- That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? I know, mm-hmm. pissed me off. I was like, I need to look this bitch up because- uh, Who's this motherfucker? If, if you're on death row, I'm sure you did some bad shit. <laughs> right? God. Um, so finally for execution methods, we have electrocution. The United States is the only country to exercise capital punishment using electrocution, despite the outrage that it has sparked. This is nuts. And I didn't look this guy up, but I should have to like make this not so bad. In 1997, <laughs> convicted murderer Pedro Medina was put to death by the electric chair in Florida. His head burst into flames during the procedure. <laughs> so... I'm hoping he's a really bad dude. <laughs> Did he have like, oh my God. Isn't that weird? Oh like what the fuck? And people were watching this. Like that's traumatizing yeah. in itself. Um, in 1999, yeah. also in Florida, convicted murderer Alan Lee Davis executed by electric chair. Um, his photos of his bloodied face appeared online. So there's all this outrage about oh. what the electric chair does to you. But again, yeah, those... I just wouldn't want... I don't want to see picture. it. No, I don't right. want to see it, but people are seeing these pictures and be like, oh my God, so inhumane. I can't believe you did this to these people. He's a fucking murderer. He right. did, Look at what he did to those people. Right, and he probably took trinkets and pictures and all sorts of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so again... I sound really insensitive, but no, you don't like capital punishment is there for a reason. Right. Exactly. There are some places in this world. I can't remember what I, which exact places it was that I'm like right on to them because they have a law that you are executed in the way that you killed your victims. Ooh. And I got to look it back up and see who it was. Cause it was like, like a, f- something I read and passing. And then I'm like, damn it. What article was that on? You know? Right. But I've always thought that like, if you slowly torture someone to death, you should get the same fucking thing. So you can see exactly like hanging you electric chair, lethal injection. All that shit is so fast. Sometimes it's too like the guy with the botched, lethal injection like you said like that guy when your crimes are that heinous you deserve way worse than a botched lethal injection. so much worse and that is where if that is where i would like to believe that hell is real and i would like to believe that you are going there and you're gonna just fucking suffer right because there should be no just you're done and you can rest now no right right no there needs to be more um so let me pull out my trusty cell phone here. But that's also kind of why I said, like, I don't think death row is the worst thing. Like, I think rotting in prison would be the worst thing. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, Because I feel like that's a way out and you're like, oh, finally, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of those guys are there for crimes, obviously, but not as terrible as you've done. 
Like if they hear that you fucking did something bad to a child or a woman or you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're going to be after you and you're going to be scared. Like those people should not be. Especially the ones that go after children. Right. There is no tolerance for that shit. No. And they shouldn't put you in solitary confinement. They need to put you in gen pop and let those guys, you know, do what they got to do. And that's how uh, Jeffrey Dahmer died. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a um, far worse fate than just like, oh, we're going to shoot some drugs into you so you can die. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I feel like that's like, I agree with capital punishment, but I feel like that's kind of like the flip side of the coin. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, it's not that I don't agree with it because we, the world is a better place without them in it. Right. But it's not fair that they got to leave on an easy ride, basically. Right. But I mean, I guess the argument is always there though. It's easy either way. They get three hot meals and a shelter and a bed to sleep in. You know what I mean? But they also live in fear of these gangs of people that want to fucking shank them. Not if they run them. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's always like a, it's a double-edged sword, you know? It is. But if you see these people, I mean, a lot of them, like out in the real world, in a group of people, they're going to be the quiet, shy type. They're not bucking at anybody. Yeah. You know, they're taking those fantasies out on people that they sedate. Yeah. And that shit makes me so mad. So this is a list of things that kind of give you an idea of what death row is really like. Mm-hmm. Because it says, in reality, it's way worse than most fictionalized accounts, which I was saying when I see it on TV and stuff, they're like, oh man, I'm trying to get on death row. They get better food and they get this and that and stuff. Right. But in most places, that's not the case. Um, I'm not saying everywhere. Right. But um, death row inmates face a really long wait to die. Yeah. So that can cause all sorts of shit, you know, PTSD and all that. Um, in fact, the average length of time that prisoners wait is more than 15 years. Mm-hmm. Shockingly, 40% of these inmates have passed the 20 year mark with some waiting almost 40 years. Jesus. Isn't that What's crazy? Point? Well, because a lot of people like do appeal and then they lose the appeal and then they do another appeal and they can't do anything during these appeals. Right. Um, but sometimes like depending on state laws sometimes life life like if there's a possibility of parole sometimes life is longer than is less time than that you know what i mean right yeah but then there's some places like i think virginia where life Life is 25 25 years years. Mm -hmm. but that's why they'll be like i'm giving you 25 life sentences yeah consecutive life sentences right but if it's like oh you know you're doing if it's a life sentence versus the death sentence, you know what I mean? If, if you're going to sit on death row for fucking 40 years versus a life sentence. Yeah. If they had the life sentence, they'd be fucking out already. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's not I mean, good. I, I'm sure. Right. But I'm sure that would, you know, that wouldn't happen. I'm just saying. Right. If it was someone that bad to be on death row. If it was somebody like that, that. A bunch of life sentences. Oh, of right. course. Yeah. Without the possibility of parole. But. Right. But um, like you said, prisoners often only get out of their cell for one hour per day. Mm-hmm. Um, inmates 
have the fear um, of being murdered while on death row. Uh, 25% of people on death row will die without having their sentence carried out. That's astonishingly high. I know. These deaths happen, though, from a combination of things. Natural causes, because it can be up to 40 years. And what if they're 40 when they go in there? That's ridiculous. Um, Suicide, Mm. being murdered by another death row prisoner. Mm -hmm. The risk may make an exorbitant amount of time on death row, and it could cause inmates to uh, have mental issues which they already do because they're there probably you know a normal person's not going to like torture somebody but anyway um yeah a bunch of time on death row could cause them to commit suicide but it gives it longer for that one hour a day some other inmate that wants them dead to get out and kill them during that hour death row syndrome can be psychologically debilitating and it's a right. mental illness that only affects people who are sentenced to death to the death penalty. This psychologically debilitating issue is caused by a variety of factors, including the squalid living conditions in death row, um, between the appeals process and last minute stays of execution. It's impossible for any of these prisoners to know with 100% certainty that they'll take or when they'll take their last breath which is true, but if you're going to do the crime, you got to fucking deal with the side effects, you know? Right. right. So, Don't be a fucking criminal. I feel like some of these articles are trying to make you feel bad for the inmates. And it's not saying yeah. that if I personally knew any of them or, you know, but they weren't thinking about their victims. And so that's all I can think about. Right. Um, and you're not on there for just like, you know, stealing someone's purse on the street or because you had no food and you need money. These aren't those people. You know what I mean? These are the people who will like fucking slit your throat to take your purse, you know? Um, inmates are counted twice per hour, which often <laughs> interrupts sleep, which that makes sense. That means the inmates on death row are checked 48 times a day. Um, let's see. Death row cells are often completely isolated. So they're basically in solitary confinement other than that one hour a day. And we were talking earlier about PTSD with them. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that can cause it is these checks because the two times that they check them every day, their keys are loud their voices are loud. Their lights are loud. They're not trying to let the inmates sleep. You know what I mean? They're making their really? presence known. So they're being woken up. Like even if their second check is at like three o'clock in the morning, they're being loud as shit. They don't care if these inmates are trying to sleep. So that can, you know, make you go crazy too. Now, is that only on death row or is that, that um, is um, just, is that just like a prison thing in general? Um, for the entire death row, Another thing that you would experience on death row is death row cells are often completely isolated, mm-hmm. which, you know, we know. Right. Um, guards open a small slot in the solid cell door to give prisoners food and allow them to make their phone calls. 
This is a form of solitary confinement and thousands of prisoners nationwide deal with this 23 hours per day. Again, living conditions cause PTSD, hypersensitivity, external stimuli, fear, and rage. So, I mean, they're just making bad people even worse. But again, we have to go back to remembering that these are bad fucking people who don't deserve really great treatment, you know? Right. I mean, they put themselves there, obviously. Oh, they would never give you that kind of treatment. Like, I'm just gonna, you know, abduct you and treat you really nice. You know? They're like dreaming about the worst things they could do to you. So I don't feel that bad about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything is restricted, including how frequently prisoners can shower. Uh, bathing is I'm basic. sorry, wait a minute. Did you say freak, how frequently? How frequently they're allowed to shower. Does it say how frequently they can shower? Uh, let's see. It says bathing is a basic human need. Not only does it keep you safe from harmful bacteria and skin conditions, but it is also satisfying on a psychological level. Due to this, the majority of Americans shower once a day. Inmates on death row are not given this option. Despite the fact that they spend most of their time doing absolutely nothing, people on death row generally are restricted to showering once every 48 hours. Oh, okay. So it's not too bad. It's not too bad, but I have read on one of these pages that that can be one of your punishments. Is not getting to shower? Mm-hmm. Like if for some reason you, I don't know how you really get punished on death row because you're not with other people but um i mean i guess it could be like if you're trying to fight a guard or if you like spit your food out at the guard or something right Hmm. i mean some kind of violence would be my assumption right so but yeah that is one of the things probably because of the psychological aspect of it they're like haha fuck you no shower for you you know right and that's one of the only times they get out of their cell so Mm. um only four hours per week are allotted for exercise. And this says... So that's not even every day then. No. No, because, I mean, I guess they get out for one hour a day if they're good. So I but guess that, they could use that to exercise if they wanted to. But um, I don't know. It says they only get out of their cell one hour per day. But Right, but the, what are these extra hours? But that's but if they only get to exercise every four, like four days a week, is that what you just said? No, they get four hours a week to exercise. exercise. But does that mean they get extra time out of their cell to exercise? Maybe that's why it's a penalty if you don't get to shower or, or exercise. Right. But yeah, you know what well, I mean. Like if they're in their right. cell twenty three hours a day, when do you have time for all that other shit? Right. So it would be, are those four hours really more of like in addition to, or would they be? Yeah. Well, I guess exercise would be something that they could take away. So it's probably in addition to, if it's only four hours for a week. Yeah. My assumption. Well, this says that muscle atrophy can begin after a 72 hour period of physical inactivity. So we need to be really careful on this lockdown. (laughs) Yeah, um, our muscles are going to start breaking down. I'm drinking water tonight because me and my neighbor are going for a walk tomorrow morning. Oh, we're going to like walk around the neighborhood. I'm like, well, hungover Katie's not going to want to go for a walk. Yeah, exactly. Tonight is water. Yeah. Let's see. Um, 
Oh, so they are allowed four hours a week, but this may only happen twice a week. Additionally, the secured exercise area is typically very small and in some cases may even physically prevent inmates from working out together. Okay, so then it's probably like two hours on one day and two hours on another day. Yeah. At least Um, that's what it sounds like. And it says a single infraction may cause a death row prisoner to miss a week or more of workout time. Mm-hmm. Which could so, lead yeah, to weakening so of their muscles. It. So it sounds like they're using it more as this is this is not a right, this is a privilege, and it can and will be taken away from you. Right. Which I I think is fair. Yeah. Um, this one says the execution could be botched, as we talked about earlier. Mm. <laughs> That can happen. Um, it says a prime example happened to Joseph Wood in Arizona when he had to receive 15 injections during a two-hour time period before he finally died. Um, 15? Yeah, of the lethal dose. Um, in most cases, death occurs within 10 minutes and only requires one injection. Witnesses reported that Wood suffered throughout the entire ordeal. I can't help but feel like maybe they fucked that shit up on purpose. I mean, it's possible. Does it say, does it say what his crimes were by any chance? No, I'm about to look it up. So no one has to feel bad for Mr. Wood. Right. Because I bet he's like this really fuck. I mean, granted people on death row are not, you know, shining angels of (laughs) right. Shining examples of humanity anyways, but I'm almost willing to bet he fucked up somewhere on the inside as well and they were like "Mm." let's see i found him this uh this is all about his execution that's like the big headline like okay well why was he in jail so what year are we looking at that this happened this happened in 2014 Mm. five years ago okay let's see Wood had been convicted of murder and assault for the August 7th, 1989 killings of his estranged girlfriend, Deborah Dietz, and her father, Eugene Dietz. Wood was convicted of two counts of first-degree murder murder, and two counts of aggravated assault against a police officer. He was sentenced to death for each murder. (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) So he, he gets to die twice. Um... Well, apparently he has to die 15 15 times, 14 times, whatever it was. But I mean, shouldn't do those, shouldn't kill people, Mr. Wood. Did he, does it say anything about whether he did anything to like a guard or another inmate or anything in prison? Mm. No, it doesn't, this anyway doesn't talk about his prison life. So then he could have just been like a legit they could have like legitimately just like fucked up. <laughs> oh, I guess the two counts of aggravated assault against police officers were different. Was a different time. different charges. Different charges, and so he was sentenced to death for each murder and received a fifteen-year prison sentence set to run concurrently for mm. aggravated assault convictions. Right, because he was already in there for you know. Yeah, so he must have to like the prison guards. Mm. Right, right. Anyway, so guys, don't feel bad for Mr. Wood because he's a dick. He's a and murderer. He's, and he's dead. So. Yeah. And if you were locked in a room with him, he would kill you. <laughs> right. And assault you or whatever. Whatever he finds fun. 
Um, Another thing that you could experience on death row is that it's even worse for those who are wrongfully convicted. Duh. Obviously it would suck. Um, It says approximately 4.1 cases of people living on death row right now are actually innocent. You know, that's the worst part because if you think about that, there aren't, if you think about death row and how many people there are on death row, and then you compare it to how many people are actually in prison for other crimes, right? you know, even just, even just people that are spending the rest of their life in prison, take those people out. Just death row versus prison, right? Right. It's such a small, for lack of a better term, like community. Um, yeah, that's, that's not okay listen to this shit um it says four percent might not sound like much but it adds up the death penalty states executing an estimated 200 innocent people since 1973 i mean think of think of all the people that could have been that could be exonerated scratch that think of all of the people that died that were presumably innocent right before dna evidence right mm-hmm. right yeah because this is since 1973 oh, and those old God. cases they weren't doing a whole lot of that stuff that's um, what I'm saying. but they're saying since 73 that's an average of four and a half deaths that were completely unjustified until today like until now every year that's- so, so many people And then you wonder if after that, after they're dead, if they're like, oh, we're going to keep the case open and see if they are innocent or not. No, they're just going to close the book on that person. Right, because what kind of closure is that for a family? It's like, okay, well, my family member spent their entire fucking life in prison and then they died for something that they never do when this entire time we've said, he's innocent, he's innocent, he's innocent. Right, and it also means... Oh, go ahead. You fucking killed him anyways. Right, but what it also means is four and a half times a year a murderer gets away that is also true because you get yourself a shark of a of a lawyer and even an acquittal you know an acquittal doesn't mean that you're innocent an acquittal means that there was not enough evidence to prove you guilty well also i mean if they're killing these people that are innocent on death row they're not looking for anyone else so that person's just off you know what i mean right and they think they have their man um the justice system is so jacked up and it, uh yeah oj simpson hello Ugh, i know and what about um fucking that bitch killed her daughter casey anthony uh prime those are two perfect examples actually mm-hmm. because you know they did it but the oh, evidence is yeah. all the evidence is all circumstantial I know, but it's bullshit Right, if they had more concrete evidence mm-hmm. to prove what everybody already fucking knows, they would be locked. They would be on fucking death row most likely. What's on your hand? Oh, we got these. Can you see this? Mm-hmm. We got these um, body ink markers. Have you heard of them? No. But I used so much hand sanitizer today. I saw like yeah, that that's what I saw. The, it like, rubbed the start. That? these were all little stars and there's a star here and then i have like this thing on my arm cool yeah it's fun they're called how long bo- do they body st- how long does it stay on your skin 
I don't know. It says they they're long lasting, but mine are already like rubbing off. But that's because I went to Giant today, so I was like sanitizing the fuck out of myself. Mm-hmm. So another thing, most prisoners, I'm assuming they're talking about death row, are not given access to religious services. Really? Oh uh, well, I guess that makes sense on death row. On death row, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even if someone's interest in religion isn't genuine, attending service could still be a way to replace some of the overwhelming boredom that accompanies life on death row. Well, I'm sorry you're bored, but you're fucking monsters. Well, they are terrible people, and why should they have access to things? Look, I know people can change. Uh, A lot of people do change, but 90% of people don't change. Most of who are is ingrained in your DNA. And if you watch those interviews with serial killers and shit, like, they're not not sad at all about what they did. No. No, but not not that everybody on death row is a fucking serial killer. Some well, yeah. of those people, some of those people just fucking snapped. But um, and some are innocent. Apparently, four percent. But uh, but you know, I'm still not even. I'm not even sold that people in prison should even have access to some of the stuff that they have. Um, right. Most of it is uh, state funded, taxpayer funded. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you didn't think about God and wanting to be a better person when you were committing the crimes. So why should we provide you with whatever while you're in fucking prison? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're lucky that, you know, you still have a bed to sleep on and food every day. <laughs> You right know. because especially for people with like violent crimes you can sleep on a fucking concrete Hell, slot yeah all i fucking care about right maybe like what your crime is should dictate what you're allowed to have yeah you know you get a fucking piece of bread and a slice of bologna every day because you're I, a horrible person i agree because you know all these people going to like a bible study or getting their fucking degree and all this i'm sorry why do you get a fucking free degree when everyone else has to bury themselves up to their fucking eyelids Mm -hmm. in student debt but you can get your fucking like law degree and shit when you're in fucking prison fuck you right yeah that's true that's not fair at all yeah no granted no that's like the regular prison population you know obviously death row can't even thump a bible i'm just saying right i got on my little tangent but they shouldn't my point is i'm glad that they don't have access to that stuff because they shouldn't no i agree and it says um like 62 percent of death row states do not provide any religious services to inmates interesting so even though like the supreme court's ruling that prisoners have the religious rights and all this shit i mean then just throw a bible in their cell and there you go um all right so another fun thing you can expect on death row fun is um bad food and lack of hot water to be expected they don't get hot water um let's see death row prisoner surveys tend to show similar complaints nationwide 
Issues such as poor quality of food that tastes bad may not meet basic nutritional needs and are common. Wow. Yeah, boo fucking who. Right. Um, comfort is also lacking. Many death row prisoners have no access to hot water and 60% sleep on a bed made of steel. Good. The rare death row inmates who have access to a window may wish that they didn't as these windows are often unscreened, which allows birds and insects to get into their cells. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> After all of this, Texas inmates are no longer allowed to request a special last meal before their execution. Well, Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's see. Indoor climate control does not exist on death row. I didn't know that. Oh, well then I would want a window. Yeah. Especially Some, if I'm going to get malaria flying into my cell. I feel like if you're in like a cinder block cell, at least it'll be cool. If you have a window and it's fucking hot and humid, that'd be terrible. You have mosquitoes and shit. That's what I'm saying. Like if malaria is going to fly into my cell, I'd rather have a window or no window. No window. No window. Right. Um, some states with the death penalty also have summertime temperatures that often exceed 100 degrees. However, these prisoners almost never have access to air conditioning or even a small fan to help cool them off. The flip side can occur in the winter. Although prison heating is supposed to exist, there's no guarantee that it'll always come on or that it will work proper properly. Therefore, However, huh? I'm pretty sure most states, though, like have some sort of provision where they're like, you can't, like it still has to be like humane or whatever. Right. I feel like a death row inmate wrote this article to make it sound worse than it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't imagine it being like a fucking picnic, but it's not like they're being hung upside down by their fucking toes. I don't think, one, I don't think they're given a fucking window without without it being like fucking six feet of plexiglass. Like right, bulletproof I, plexiglass because yeah, if there's nothing there, it can be chipped away at. That's true. So, um, and they're not going to let birds and other shit come in and out. That's no, I don't believe it either. Um, the last one says if prisoners are good, they can watch local TV um, or listen to the radio and the TV must be no bigger than 13 inches. It's typically black and white. Uh, <laughs> cable programming is not allowed, and the prisoner must buy the TV set. Ooh, like the commissary? <laughs> yeah. Can I buy I'm, a black and white TV? I know. <laughs> pretty soon they're not even going to make those for you. I'm pretty sure they don't make those anymore. <laughs> so. In some states, TVs and radios are only allowed if they're sitting outside of the prisoner's cell. This prevents them from turning the radio or TV on at will, and it also makes it impossible to change the channel. But this privilege is revoked after almost any infraction. So, yeah, I would I would think that that's like at your best behavior at all times. Yeah, like you really got to charm a guard for that shit. Right, you have to be <laughs> right. like fucking wearing your halo. Yeah, you got to pretend to wear your fucking halo. Pretend you um, ever had one. Right. <laughs> Not saying I have a halo, but I also right. don't kill people. So Right. You're a decent <laughs> human being that contributes to society. So just know if I ever end up on death row, I was wrongly convicted. I'm one of the four four percent. Right. 
Right. And we're here and they're, you know, there. So. Right. Yes. We have video. We're making a, we're making a podcast and they're wishing that they could listen to it. (laughs) That's right. That should be one of their privileges. And I'd be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. (laughs) Like whatever. Fuck you twat. (laughs) So like we were talking about earlier, not everyone that's on death row is a murderer. Mm-hmm. Some of them are rapists. <laughs> Here's some less common crimes that can result in a death sentence in some states. Aggravated kidnapping. Really? Mm-hmm. Forcible rape of a child under 13. Ugh. It should be really for anybody. I mean, especially if you're a serial rapist. But like tender age kids, though, I get it. I mean, I get that's, it, but that's like worse than. But what about your fourteen-year-old daughter? Right, but that's worse than raping an adult. I know, but I feel like fourteen is just as bad as thirteen. Maybe like anyone under eighteen. When they when they say under thirteen, though, they're talking about like little six, kids, six, seven, four. Yeah, they definitely deserve toddlers. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Well, it's fucked up either way. So, drug trafficking can also end up in the death penalty how oh my god could you imagine how much drugs have to be trafficked (laughs) to put you on death row i know i don't know but it's been it's happened apparently it would have to be like nowadays it would have to be something horrible like kilos of fucking like fentanyl or something yes i mean it doesn't go into specifics but that's crazy another one is aircraft hijacking Mm, that's like terrorism so yeah yeah. i bet that came about after Mm 9-11 um placing a bomb near a bus terminal that's terrorism yeah yeah that's domestic terrorism espionage Mm -hmm. mailing of injurious articles that are with the intent to kill or mailing Mm -hmm. of injurious articles so like that so like that asshole when i was working in dc anthrax was like ricin oh what the fuck that was sending ricin to uh the senators <laughs> and tried to send them to um the president tried to send them to try to send it mail it to obama um the building i was in when i was uh downtown i was across the street i was directly across the street from um the longworth building which is one of the house of representative buildings mm-hmm I was across from like the Longworth and the Rayburn building. So it's like the Longworth and the Rayburn, then here's the Capitol building. And then the two Senate buildings are over here. So it's like the house, the Capitol, Senate. Right. So, um, well, all of the mail for like the White House and stuff goes Mm -hmm. through part of the Longworth building. Um, Yeah. So... Uh, I guess in the facilities in there, they were scanning them and they found ricin. And one of them was actually supposed, they thought that they could just mail ricin to some congressmen and to fucking Uh Obama. Like, they're just going to be like, here, White House, have some fucking ricin. So the last one is treason. Um, That could end you on death row, which is kind of the same as what level of treason though high treason or just like it i i talked bad say. about the president because well i'm sure it's a high level of treason but because, it doesn't say that right but that's pretty something. sure i committed treason today by calling the president a twat so 
Well, on Facebook, you could be potentially on death row for that shit. Oh, well, (laughs) sign me up. (laughs) All right. You say that now. I just told you how terrible it was. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure no one's going to enforce it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. This I thought was interesting because this is specifically for California. um, But it's apparently similar all throughout the country. Mm -hmm. California's current death row system costs around $137 million per year. That's just in California. For one inmate? No, no, no. The system. <gasps> oh. For the state. For oh, the my state. God. I will shit myself. That's crazy. <laughs> but, so that's for California. But $137 million a year. Alternatively, it would cost $11.5 million for a system where prisoners serve a life sentence, like, till they die, not, like, a 25-year life sentence. Okay, so wait a minute. So- Dead. Okay, what was death row? 137 million a year. Versus life was 11? 11.5. So it's a $125 million difference. Okay, sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know why. It was just like one of the facts that's, on that page. But again, that's crazy. I don't know. I wonder if that has. I wonder if that has more to do with some states doing away with corporal punishment. You know, you would like to think, you know, they want to say it because it's inhumane, but really it's because they cost too much. Oh, maybe. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah, that's a good thought. Yeah. So they're going to like, so they want to say it's because it's inhumane and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Well, so is murder. Right exactly but maybe it's really it's a cost thing but they're gonna get the constituents to go with it by saying yeah i don't know i don't know why it costs that much more though i mean that's a fucking lot more but that is uh all i got on death row that's like a fun place (laughs) now imagine this what if you knew somebody on death row or you were related to somebody on death row or you had a family member on death row or you know you were somehow like affected by it can you i couldn't even imagine or god forbid you had one you were related to somebody who was wrongly convicted and wrongly oh that would be a nightmare wrongly executed for something that they didn't do Mm -hmm. you know the person that comes to mind and I I really didn't want to bring this up because I have to reread everything Mm -hmm. and I don't want to talk about the case per se right now because I don't remember all of the details offhand. Justin Wolf? Justin Wolf. Yeah. He was, he's on death row Mm -hmm. and I guess Virginia was going to let him go and then they weren't. And then they were. Yeah, he like won the appeal and then another court turned it over. Right. But it's all because. Or overturned it. (laughs) Right. But it's all because, and this was all because Virginia fucked up. It's all because Virginia fucked up from the beginning. And so it's like Virginia, it's like the right hand doesn't know what their fucking left hand is doing. And this poor man should have been out years ago. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. So I can't speak on the case because. I, I read about it a long time ago, but I've been keeping up with it. Yeah. Um, but especially because the one who pulled the trigger was not on death row. He got life. 
Right. So yeah, I know that. But again, I don't want to get into it, but I'm just saying it goes to show not everybody should be on death row. Mm-hmm. There's there's an issue with that. I feel like if there's going this is just my opinion. I'm not trying to ruffle feathers, but I feel like if there's going to be a death penalty, I feel like this is not something that should be left up to the states. I'm not always for big government. I'm not always for small government, Mm -hmm. but I feel like this is one thing that I feel like it should be decided at the federal level. And I feel like this should be maybe something that the people should vote on. This should be something that everyone has a voice in because I feel like it needs to be level all the way across the board. Mm. There's either going to be a death penalty everywhere or it's, it's just going to be taken off the table because it's an issue that there are people that are on death row that shouldn't be there. And then it's a problem that some people that should be on death row are serving consecutive life sentences. A life sentence in the state of Virginia is 25 years. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what the fuck? That's not okay. And then you get out in 12 and a half. (laughs) Right. Good behavior. Go fuck yourself. That's not a life sentence. Life (coughs) should mean, like in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinions, life should mean you're spending your Your life life in prison. Right. Oh my goodness gracious. I thought it was, it was pretty interesting to find out what life is like on death row because on TV shows, they're like, I think it was that show. I don't remember. It's some reality show where they interview inmates and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, we try and get on death row because they get the up? good food and they get yeah, maybe locked up." Yeah, one of those. And he's saying mm-hmm. how they get all the good food and all this stuff and the highest privileges. And I'm like, "What? No way! I gotta look this up." But it it appears that's not the case. That's maybe what they're led to believe. <laughs> the you other inmates. Be, you know, would be really interesting. Huh? Is to see. I'm, I would be curious to know how many people actually die waiting for their sentences to be carried out on death row versus how many oh. people are actually executed. Yeah, I did read something about that. It's because um, some people have been waiting 40 years on death row. I know. That's what and I'm so, saying. Like, imagine like it's like a 50-year-old guy and he's just chilling on death row waiting to be executed and there's either stays of execution for legal reasons or administrative reasons or whatever like yeah that does happen right i think it's said something like 20 percent of people on death row die before they ever reach their sentence what a waste of resources and space and right and why are you protecting them just right and put them in fucking gen pop right or they should have just been given consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. And you could just keep them in solitary. Yeah, because, you know, the if they were in Gen Pop, they probably are just, they don't want to endanger the life of those prisoners. I was just about to say. Because they're not as bad, yeah. I was just about to say. Yeah, that would be kind of fucked up. <laughs> right. Because, Here's some serial killers for you. <laughs> right, because then the prison is liable for the safety of the other prisoners. Yeah. Like if you have some white collar dude, now granted there are white collar prisons, like the one in Southern Virginia, those are for the people that are like embezzlement. Tax fraud and shit like that. Exactly. Those are, it's not for violent criminals. It's for white collar crimes. Right. Like that, what's that jail Martha Stewart went to is like more like a retreat. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
that's exactly that's ridiculous exactly yeah. yeah because insider trading yeah but it, that's exactly where a place where she would go mm-hmm. but um yeah they're not they can't put these super super violent criminals with these people that are like oh i knocked off a fucking 7-eleven right <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm only spending a year here and then you know jeffrey dahmer comes in and is ready to fucking eat your guts but he must have gone into gen pop even though he was a serial killer because he was killed by the inmates well he could have also been you know i i don't know i didn't read about his prison life and i haven't looked i haven't read anything about jeffrey Dahmer in a really long time yeah but um he could it could have been a situation where like they were in the yard of the prison you know what i mean and they crossed paths and they got him or like a shower situation or that hour out a day that's what i'm saying like they may not they may not have kept him separate right uh or you know or it could have just been one of those fluke situations and it was like oh fuck and you know they right. got to him i like i Either said way, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't read anything about jeffrey Dahmer in a really long time we should cover him one time because i i used to watch msnbc they interviewed serial killers all the time or showed serial killer interviews mm-hmm. so he was on this interview with his dad and his dad sitting next to him and his dad he is sitting there Mm-hmm. And he is telling the interviewer that he understands Jeffrey because he's had these urges his whole life. And he, but, he's, but he was just able to. Been able to like curb them. Right. He was able to not act on them where Jeffrey was not, but he understands because he's had these urges his entire life. But it's like, oh, uh, excuse me. Right. Like, uh, who admits he, that shit? Well, not only that, you have all these fucked up urges and you know that you're like that and you thought it was okay to procreate. Exactly. And what is your fucking problem? Right. Yeah. Now, seriously. That's something, that is something that I did not know. Yeah. That, when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? I'll look up that interview. It that's was, fucking crazy twatty pies uh so this is going to be our new normal for a little bit virginia officially locked us down today uh today is march 30th he announced today, Governor Northam here in Virginia announced today that uh, we are officially locked down until June 10th. Which means I am unemployed for the next two and a half months. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So pray for Mandy. And you'll be hearing a lot from us. Right. <laughs> so we are, for the most part, doing this remotely um (laughs) um no but for the most part we will do this remotely so we have some time to pump out some episodes so you can get look you can get used to seeing our faces and hearing more of our voices yeah that's one of the cool things about doing this remotely is we can show them our actual recording session (laughs) right so Uh, It'll take the whole, like, doing the whole camera thing is a learning curve. It's different because when we're sitting next to each other and it's just a microphone, 
we're not used to knowing that people are going to look at us. So mm -hmm. it's easier to just kind of like fly off the cuff and we're like, oh, fuck this, fuck that. Blah, blah, blah. But now that we know that you can see our facial expressions, it's, <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> so I like it. Yeah, I do too. But hence the makeup and doing our hair and being like, oh my gosh, you look so cute. <laughs> but you do look so cute today. Well, so do you. <laughs> oh, well. Thank but, you. Yeah. So, anyways, this is going to be our new normal until June. So, get used to it because we're going to be pumping out some episodes. Oof. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Next week. We will see you. Yeah, we literally, well, you will literally see us next right. week. Right. You'll see us. Feel free to send us your picture so we know what you look like too. Right. That would be fun. That would be a fun thing. Email us at officialtwatpodcast at gmail.com and send us your pictures and we can post them and be like, what's up? Yeah. We or see we could even start a post on Facebook and just. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. We can post perfect. pictures in the comments. Yes, go on Facebook and look up Twat. Did you say? Give us a like, follow us. We'll start. We'll start a Facebook post, and we'll post one of our uh, like a clip of this video, and you can upload pictures of you so we can see what you look like too. That would be fun. Yeah, so we can all do a little quasi face to face. I like that. We can see what our twats look like. What the fuck was like. that? What the fuck was what? Don't say that. You didn't hear that? No. It had to be in your house. <laughs> Wasn't in mine. I heard it in my headphones. Sound like a guy. Uh, what? I don't know. I'll listen back to it. Uh... I don't know. That was so weird. I'll listen back to that. <laughs> You're <laughs> safe. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. house used to be a battlefield. <laughs> so did all of our houses in the side right. of Virginia. <laughs> My house is not even a year old, but it's built on what used to be a battlefield. I don't know. That was weird. From the Civil War. Mm -hmm. So yay. I know. I know. I've been in this Civil War territory for 12 years now. Yeah. We were right I next mean, to the battlefield, the last one. I know. I mean, I used to go to the battlefield all the time, but I did too. I actually I didn't have ghost used pictures to, there. I didn't use. I've seen ghosts there, but no pictures. Oh, but I haven't. I've never lived on the battlefield. <laughs> well, welcome to my life. Yeah. Oh, maybe that wasn't your house. And on vodka. Oh, so on vodka and ghost. On yeah. Vodka and ghosts. We talked about what what has been seen and heard in this house and my last house oh yeah we on, should talk about that but not on this podcast right and i can tell one of my creepy real happenings that'd be fun we have to talk about all the creepy real happenings because we'll just have to stories, parcel them out right because <laughs> your creepy happenings still give me goosebumps when i heard them a million times <laughs> and i still am like mm, i can't even walk around my house without being like what the well that would be really fun to do yeah because guys we'll have to we'll have to go on like this whole like paranormal trip at some point because my house uh isn't even a year old it'll be a year old in may uh but this was built on uh a civil war battlefield and it's what was part of the civil war battlefield uh but it's not a protected 
uh, part, but all the land around it was part of um, Second Battle of Manassas in the Civil War uh, in, in Prince William County. And- Why don't uh, you give me your address too? I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. So- um, I was just kidding. I'm on blah, blah, blah street <laughs> and Mandy's at one. I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so, um, one, 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 right. Battlefield Boulevard. <laughs> right. My phone number is five, 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 five. Right. Or five, the, five. I always remember the, um, the phone number that, uh, was on, was from full house because Michelle was always saying it. She's like five, 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 two, four, two, four. I'm like, so that's my phone number, 555 Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, but um, <laughs> so my house isn't even a year old, but because of the land, like we, I've seen things, my mom has seen stuff in her bedroom. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to go on this, like, I just heard something in my headphones. Did you? Did, did you hear that? No. Did it sound like a man? Yeah. Oh, shit. I can't wait to listen back and see if we caught on audio. Ugh, I have chills. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> Ugh, and I'm, I'm gonna, this is my guest room. This is Yeah, my, I'm in my guest room too, but it's like the most active room in my whole house. Yeah, and I, I hear that. What is that? It's really so, faint. I don't, I don't know. But something just oh my God. in my ear. I hear your clock. Can't hear that. Going like, like talking really, really faint. Like I heard this. Like it almost sounded like somebody was like trying to get to like a cat, and they were like, "Oh, that's creepy." I still hear it. It's almost like somebody's talking really low in my ear. That is so strange. I I straight up heard what sounded like not even a whisper. It sounded like a man that was like yo or something when we first heard it i can't mm -hmm. i gotta go back and see if yeah we, i didn't hear that yeah I gotta, i'll see if we caught it but a few minutes like a little while after you first said you heard something it's like all of a sudden it sounded like somebody was in my ear and then i, I thought i heard something behind me that's why i was like wait what the fuck yeah that's weird and then i started like it started feeling weird in here but i don't it feels hot in here right now yeah when it hadn't before I don't know why my fan is on. See, look, fan is spinning. Yeah. I haven't been hot this entire time. I've been perfectly comfortable right now. I'm like hot. Maybe it's the devil. I ain't got time. <laughs> he has met his match. <laughs> we shall see about that. Mm hmm. But, anyways, so clearly we need to talk about the paranormal. Hell yeah. We between between Mandy and I, we've got some stories. Yes, we do. Look at my hair. I it's, love your hair. That it looks top ridiculous. Knot looks, it looks no, like it a bow. No, your top knot looks dope. Oh well. I no, I like that. it. I like it. <laughs> Every time I have one, I'm like, oh. I look like a person that has like thin, stringy hair that can't even make a top knot. But then I have my hair down, and everyone. She has a lot of hair. See, I was just about to say, my my neighbor is a hairdresser, and she was like, you have a lot of hair. I'm like, yeah. I know. Yeah. But when I put my hair up, 
I look like I have like thin hair and it's like it all goes away and you can't tell how long my hair is. Right. So, you know, the other night, Mandy's like, put your hair in a top knot. And I'm like, it's going to just like lay flat and it's going to look like I have like this huge giant fat face and no hair. <laughs> so I was like trying to like pull it, you know, give it a little volume and like I kept trying to like fix it on top of my head because it would just lay flat I think it worked the worst silhouette but it looked like yours does now yeah and they were like oh it looks cute and I'm like so does yours <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll reconvene tomorrow yeah man I got a I got a really cool story about a curse for you tomorrow I thought I just saw something in front of shut up no it's not something I think your camera was flickering or something see how mine's doing all those wavy lines yeah yeah yours it was just like a i think it was just a glitch oh did my battery's running low did you see that what no my battery was blocking my screen in what? front it was like the picture in front of me just went and blacked out like right in front of me oh. it was like it was like i it was only me though it was like i turned into a shadow and then i came back weird because mm -hmm. oh I just saw something on you. It was specifically you. It just darkened. It didn't turn you into a shadow, but it like. That's what I'm you. talking. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like. That was weird. What the fuck? <clears throat> I don't like it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Cool. All right. Well, text me tomorrow and then uh, I'll see where we're at. Sounds good. All right. Have a good night. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. The boogeyman is gone now.